My name is Sean Thomas. I'm the author of Be More Today, a 40-day guide to a better version of you. As doctor of physical therapy, I've seen thousands of people do great things. They came to me with ailments, physical ailments, pain, issues, and they got through them, all because they decided in their mind they were going to do it. So I wrote a book about it. Your thoughts can make you great or they can make you crumble. Those thoughts actually control everything in your life. I have three things I want you to do. Starts. Things I want you to start doing in your life that you said you wanted to do at some point in time. You said them. Stops. Things I want you to stop doing in your life, which I know you also want to stop. And three goals for your lives. And I take you through a 40-day guide to make sure you take those thoughts for those three things into reality. Now, I put some workouts in there too. Workouts to keep you always on the move because you got to keep moving. you got to stay focused. So, 40 days. Thoughts, workouts, you. And all I want you to do is trust the process and just be persistent. Visit BeMoreTodayBook.com. That's right, BeMoreTodayBook.com. And I guarantee you, if you just trust the process and be persistent, you too can be the best version of you. What's going on, folks? Your boy again, Dr. Sean Thomas here, back in the building. Be More Today show, Project 40 More, day number eight. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening if you're in Brooklyn, New York, or if you're in, in China, or if you're in Dubai, or if you're in Jamaica, or if you're in Chicago, wherever you may be listening to this show, thank you so much for joining us. Again, the Be More Today show is heard in 62 countries, over 24,000 downloads, and every single day for the next now 32 uh, days we're putting out good content to keep you on our journey for project 40 more we did a series project 40 in january 40 days uh trying to be the best version of ourselves with my book be more today a 40 guide to a better version of you which you can find on amazon you can find on my be more today page be more today.com and it was great we did so many things we had so many goals our steps to greatness continued throughout the year and we are starting our new series and have been doing this for the last now eight days for project 40 more 40 more days of fitness and focus to keep you always on the move and today is no different we are continuing our series today is our second health tip for this 40-day series and we're talking about avoiding type 2 diabetes now our quote for today is simple as always. When change comes, you got to slow down and take note of it. In the midst of that change is all the possibilities in the world by Bertice Berry. I'm someone who, as some may have known on this show, uh, experienced type 2 diabetes as uh, something I was dealing with maybe three or four years ago. I didn't even know that I was pre-diabetic. I went in there for a routine uh, physical. I was asked to do a chest x-ray because I was doing some home care stuff. And they did some blood work. And when the blood work came back, I was told that I had a fatty liver. And that I was pre-diabetic. My HG1C levels, right, were a little higher they weren't diabetic per se, but they were on the cusp. 
they were on the cusp of being in a pre-diabetic state. They were high. And for someone who is so active, who uh, uh, does all these different things, fitness and working out and health and this podcast, all these things, I was perplexed when I got the news that I had the incidence of possibly being pre-diabetic. Basically, it just means that my blood sugar levels were high. And, you know, it's not always about inactivity because I was active. For me, it was about what I was eating. Uh, a lot of starches, a lot of sugary drinks. Not even a lot, just sugary drinks in general. And I, I love juice. And even my wife makes fun of me. We, we had a number of um, fasts at our church and, you know, for 30 days, you, you got to cut out sugary drinks. And I would find ways to incorporate sugar somehow, right? I would I would drink the, uh, the syrup from fruit cocktail as my, as my, as my drink. And she's like, yo, that's, that's a sugary drink. I'm like, no, 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 it's fruit. It's fine. I'd make all these excuses for, for trying to find ways to get my sugar fix, my sugar intake. Um, and it made sense that I was pre-diabetic because based on what I was intaking food-wise, my levels were high. And of course, in my family, which I knew uh, on, on, my, on my dad's side, but not really recognizing how severe it could have been until I went for, again, this very routine health checkup to check my blood levels and then tell me that I had, uh, I, was, I was borderline um, diabetic or pre-diabetic. Now, type 2 diabetes, as we know, is directly linked to being overweight and obese. Lowered rates of what is known as metabolic syndrome, which is high blood sugar and triglycerides, right? Low good cholesterol, elevated blood pressure, and too much fat around the waistline have been directly linked to daily exercise. So we can work on these things. We can work on these things with fitness. Fitness is great. We can do our fitness. We can get our calories in. Many of you are doing your challenges, right? You're getting your workouts in. You're putting the work in. You're you're changing your physical states. But it has to be a little more than that. It has to be a little more than just what we're doing physically. Because as we talked about in my book on day three, uh, obesity is that thing. And the food that we eat, the quote I have in my book by Ann Wigmore, the food you eat can be either the safest and most powerful form of medicine or the slowest form of poison. And it's true. There's so many ways that we can lose weight. There's so many ways that we can stay fit, right? And we all do the obvious things. Oh, go to the gym, get your calories up or get your calories down, right? Burn more calories, intake more, uh, less calories, and you'll see improvements. But it's all the other things. That that can really help as well. We talked about sleep and sleep being that thing. For the last seven days, we focus on getting more sleep, seven nine hours, and trying to really let our bodies heal and move and and function as efficiently as possible. For the next seven days, right, starting today, we're going to talk about intermittent fasting. Now, for some of you, you've already been doing this. You've already started intermittent fasting. It's something that you've learned about or you read about somewhere. And there are a number of different uh, uh, ways to do it. And for others, you're like, what are you talking about? So I just want to just give you a short little uh, intro 
to what I've been doing, what we talk about in my book when it comes to intermittent fasting. Um, intermittent fasting is basically the concept that your body is a machine and it needs time to digest the food that we put into our bodies. Now, studies have shown that our bodies act more like thermostats than a scale and we are hormonally driven. Body fat is finally regulated by our metabolic hormonal systems and when we gain weight, our body's metabolic rate automatically adjusts to achieve equilibrium by attempting to burn off the increased calories, thereby setting you up for losing in the long run. By contrast, as we lose weight, our bodies start to lower our metabolic rate to achieve equilibrium and counterintuitively sets you up for weight gain. So, if you are not eating enough by restricting your caloric intake, the body has a compensatory mechanism to return you to your thermostatic set point. We talked about set points on my show with Dr. Fredericks in my book on chapter three, and it's true. There are so many things that contribute to our weight gain, to type two diabetes, to obesity. And intermittent fasting is one way that you can really try to control your body. Now, Dr. Fredericks talked about my chapter in my book. He says, by contrast, in the fasting state, intermittent fasting, right? Spending more time in the fasted state and less time in the fed state is a great way to manage hormones, particularly the insulin hormone, resulting in fat loss. By far, the most popular method of intermittent fasting is uh, the lean gains method, also known as the 16-8 method. And this, this is what I do. And the lean gains method is, I think, the best. Personally, only because I've done it, I've seen it, right? This form of fasting consists of skipping breakfast and eating your first meal at lunch. So 12 o'clock to 8 o'clock, you get it in, right? Whatever you would normally consume for your lunch, uh, uh, for your dinner, all for your brunch, all those things are consumed from 12 o'clock to 8 o'clock or whatever your time frame is going to be, right? If you're going to do it early in the morning, do it early in the morning. No, it doesn't matter to you or to me. It matters about what you can do and for your schedule, what makes sense. You eat a normal lunch and then you eat a normal dinner all in basically an eight-hour window without restricting your caloric intake. So you're eating regularly. You're just restricting the time frame and what your body is going to be doing that. And the idea is to be in your fasting state for 16 hours. Then be in your fed state for an eight-hour window. And during the fast, you can feel free to drink any non-caloric beverage you want, right? Water is the, 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 the beverage of choice because it's great. You need water. We know this. It's great for us. It reduces our sens uh, sensation for needing food. Right, but it also hydrates you, which is great for your organs and everything else. And you don't want any calories because it takes few calories to spike up your insulin again, your levels, right, and sabotage your fast. So if we can control our body with the fitness stuff, great. That's one way. But if we can also control our bodies from the inside, right? We have the outside stuff down, but from the inside, it really becomes a lifestyle of, of recognizing and showing your body how to regulate itself and how to manage the system and manage the machine in a way that when it needs to rest, it can really rest. Not just like a fake rest because if you continue to spike up the insulin levels or spike up the, the intake that you're taking in throughout the day, 
your body is never really given a chance to rest. It's constantly trying to digest something you're bringing in. A midnight snack, a late night snack, an early morning whatever. Those things get in the way of your body trying to rest. And this intermittent fasting thing, it, it, you know, it's really a lifestyle. Um, it's not a fad or a diet. It's really an, a healthy way of living. So I challenge you for the next week to try the Lean Gains Method and work on intermittent fasting as part of your regular routine. Now, this is not for everyone, right? For those of you who are like, yeah, I'm not trying to lose anything, Sean. I'm trying to gain weight. Leave me alone. I get it. Do your thing, right? But it's not even so much about losing weight. It's really about regulating things like obesity, type 2 diabetes, uh, and other things that can weigh down our system. And weigh down our insides. Uh, who would have known that I was borderline uh, obese, right? No one. No, you would have not known that looking at me, right? Looking at my levels and and and, or sorry, borderline diabetic. You would have known that uh, just based on you know what I do and how I look and whatever else. You couldn't have tell told me that I was borderline anything. But it's those kind of things where. You might not even know yourself. So, you know, the first thing I want to say really is go out there and, and see your, your healthcare professional, see your doctor, you know, get your blood work done, make sure everything is intact. And if it is, then gravy. But if it's not, before we go down the medication route and, and, and look into other other factors or other areas, try intermittent fasting. I mean, not just because it's going to help you to reduce um, diabetic rates and, and the inset or the onset of diabetes, but it's going to also help you to lose weight and to regulate your metabolism so that your body can literally rest when it needs to rest. Um, for those of you who are also like, you know what? I don't need any kind of stuff. I just want to tone up. I just want to be svelte for the rest of the summer. Then by all means, go for it. There are a lot of people go to the gym and they do the same thing. They don't eat until 12 o'clock. They eat before 8 p.m. And it's really just to make sure that whatever they're doing gym-wise, they can maintain their metabolism continues to kick in and kick in well enough to burn body fat when it needs to burn. And if you're doing that, yeah, you're going to tighten up all kinds of places that no matter how many abs you do, this is going to be more beneficial because your body is literally eating and feeding off of the fat cells and the other cells that are not being used during the 18 or the 16 hour period. So when your body is yearning for food, it goes to the storages and it takes from your storages, right? Think about a polar bear for the winter, right? They eat all this food, 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 and they rest and they rest for the whole winter. But they take from their storages during that time. It's basically you take from your storages every single day and you will continue to uh, uh, shrink and, and tighten up simply by letting your body do a natural caloric intake a natural caloric uh, uh, subtraction by using your your storage fats your fatty storages to feed uh, your body at that time I'm telling you it is something that makes sense on paper and makes sense in real life but until you actually try it until you actually do it for yourself you will never see the benefits of it so that's my charge for you this week to try intermittent fasting even for a day try it for a day or if you say what you say sean i can't do 16 18 no problem do 12 12 right you say you wake up in the morning 
between 6 o'clock a.m. and 6 p.m. That's your, that's your window. Get it in. Have your breakfast. Do whatever you want to do. Have your coffee, whatever else. Right. Have all those things. And at 6 p.m., we're done. Many of you are already doing this. And I'm even realizing how impactful it can be. But for some of you, you're like, yo, I need something just to kickstart my my whatever. This is not working. This is not working. We know what? This is going to work. And if you have any more questions, clearly you can always reach out to me directly. Dr. Sean at BeMortea.com or Dr. Fredericks if you want to check him out as well. Again, he was the guest on our episode 98 for the Be More Today show. So check out that show and check out his platform, Omega Weight Loss. Uh, and send him questions. He's always open to answering questions for anyone who's looking to uh, uh, step up their game and work on decreasing the weight loss by any means necessary. So he's your guy. Folks, we're still doing our squats. If you are doing the gangster, the gangster lean, right? We're still doing our squats and our push-ups. And we just ended our push-ups as of uh, today. So today's going to be our last day of push-ups, right? We did push-ups for the first... We did um, we did push-ups for the, the uh, last couple of days. And we did our squats for the first four days. Sorry, I forgot. Squats for the first four days. Push-ups for the last four days. So our next phase is going to be plank jacks. So today's your last day of doing your uh, squats. If you're still doing squats at all. And your push-ups last day. Because starting on Tuesday, I had to get it right. On Tuesday, we're going to put all those things together. We're going to have our squats. We're going to have our push-ups. And we're going to have our plank jacks. Again, plank jacks, you basically be in a plank and opening and closing your legs in that plank position. If you're like, Sean, all I can do is plank jacks. Then you rock plank jacks out. Again, our number for the day is going to be 40. But you say, Sean, you know what? I'm going in. You're doing 40 squats. You're doing your 40 push-ups and you're doing your 40 plank jacks. If you see what's happening, we are building a foundation for you doing a total body workout, 40 days, 40 different exercises, right? Or exercises that you can use for 40 minutes at a time and things you can just incorporate into your regular life so that you too can be the best version of you. It's simple, folks. It's not rocket science, but it is science nonetheless. And I think the more that you just... See how it can work. See being consistent and how much it makes a difference in your life. See being consistent and you see how your body starts to change on its own. Try new things to shock the system and shock your body. You too will believe that being more is not just about saying it or saying things. It's about doing things. And I get a quote from today is very, very simple, but very, very poignant. When change comes, you got to slow down and take note. In the midst of that change is all the possibilities in the world. For me, that change came when I found out that I was pre-diabetic. And I took note of it. And, you know, I changed my entire lifestyle. I started intermittent fasting uh, I, I wrote a whole chapter in this book about it. It just changed a number of things in my life. I took note of that moment because it was a very serious moment for me and even possibly for my family. You know, it's it's these things that if we get a hold on it now, we can reduce the rates for others to go through the same situation, whether it's our children or our family members 
or even someone who's not related to us who may be going through a similar thing. Knowledge is power. So when change comes, when things come go awry, when, when things pop up unexpectedly, slow down, take a note of it. In the midst of that change, the possibilities for difference, for change, for greatness, for, for sharing, for knowledge, for all the things that can happen positive out of a negative, the possibilities are endless. So, folks, go out there, be great as always, and I will see you tomorrow for day number nine of the Be More Today show when we start our plank jacks and we start our intermittent fasting. Start today. Give it a try today. See what's going on. I don't know what time it is where you are, but give it a shot and feel your body working the way that it needs to work. As I always say, folks, have a good day. Have a good night. Have a great life and continue to take your steps greatness to be the best version of you. Tomorrow, we're going to start into the third phase of 10 for our Be More Today, 40 More. And it's called self-re-evaluation. Self-re-evaluation. You do not want to miss that. All right? I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Every journey starts with a thought, a vision, fueled by a why. But what's your why? Why do you want to be more today than you were yesterday? You already know that you have to trust the process and just be persistent. You already know that next level results require next level effort, period. But why is today different than any other day? What's your why? How are you going to get to the next level? See, most of you want to make it to the promised land of success, but aren't willing to make the sacrifices. Let me be clear. Nobody said it was going to be easy. No handouts. No excuses. It's just you versus you. It's go time. Find your wife for the 5 a.m. wake-up call. Find your wife for the extra mile you have to do after the workout. Find your wife to face that fear. Take that test. Make that move. Come on, y'all. Your whole life has been a warm-up for this moment right here, today. Are you finally ready to play? You gotta decide to stay always on the move. Less talk, more action. Just be better. Just be more. Be more today.